Let the chucks all special Shine a light on Rosie O'Donnell Let the chucks all special Shine a light on <laughs> Vincent Biscuitiers, thanks for tuning in to KAKU, KAKU 88.5, the voice of Maui. The voice of Maui's gravy. Nonprofit educational radio show, and nothing screams nonprofit educational like I, Chuck Sauce, you, Vincent Fody, the voice of Biscuits and Gravy. Of gravy. Mmm. Mmm. Mm. If you're just tuning in to Biscuits and Gravy, sorry you live underneath a rock. We're Maui's number two radio station. <laughs> Well, we're the ra- number two radio show. Oh, that's right. I think the station is much further down the list. <laughs> you don't say. People are trying to like get NPR, and they're like, what's going on here? <laughs> what? Hillary Clinton? <laughs> Coming up on the show, we're going to talk a little bit about Martin Luther King conspiracies. Oh, my Ooh. goodness. That's going to be... That's going to be a, a good time. We got friend of the show, creator of Power Up Comedy, Chino, Chino the Forge, the and Godfather Trip of the Maui Dish Comedy. Coming in the studio today. I can't. Can you believe it? I can. They're not here yet. I, it feels like it's not gonna happen. <gasps> no, they're oh, enjoying. Look who's, they're look enjoying who's our catering department. In the door as I'm saying it. Catering for biscuits and gravy is presented in part by Mark Ruffalo's Buffalo Wings, the best way to cure a Hulk-sized appetite. And also by Alex Scarsgard's Anti-Scar Cream, guard against scars with Scarsgard's Scarsgard. Good morning, guys. Thanks for tuning in to KAKU in the studio today. We have a special guest on the program today. Chino, Chino LaForge, introduce yourself. Hi, guys. Am I not late? Am I, like, perfectly on time? You're perfect. You oh. are perfectly on time. Love it. That's why I listen to trance music on the way here. Nice. <laughs> I hope you're not listening to Trance and Mackie, those communist jerks that took number one. You, you think I'm going to support such... Yeah, harumph. We're, so, we're Maui's number two radio show. And because we're Maui's number two radio show, we have a huge budget. We are going to gift Chino LaForge our soundboard today. What? <laughs> oh, you done messed up now. Yeah. I'm going to abuse this it's, generally throughout the day. Bing, bing, bong, bong. There's no bing, sheep bing, button now. That's <laughs> my favorite already. Coming up on the show, we're going to talk about Japanese porn. Whoa. That's not what I pressed. We got Comedy Corner. Still works, I think. A lot of comedy shows to plug on Island. 150. Gluttony Club. Vince, you eat anywhere good lately? Uh, Yeah, I ate Tiffany's. Ooh, we're going to talk about Tiffany's <laughs> later. But first, I have a question that's been plaguing me all morning. It's been on our mind. I know it's all in your mind, whether you're a gravy gal or a biscuit boy. You're tuning into the show. You have some questions. We got answers. And I got a question that's been on my mind all morning. What's what that, Chuck? Vince, what is your favorite for non-blondes? I'm going to have to go ahead and say it's probably what's going on. What's going on? Chino, what's your favorite Marvin Gaye song? Ooh. Let's get uh, what's going Incorrect answers. Man. Uh, what's going on? <laughs> I should have been reading. Ah, Chino, it's so great to have you back here on the Biscuits and Gravy Show. It's been a while. I'm so happy to be back. You guys got new chairs? Yeah, those just came in recently. Is that for being number two? Number two. This is an upgrade. Every time a show dies on Maui, we, the amoeba that we are, absorb their budget. Because these are our chairs. These these are our chairs now. (laughs) Never once did they contain other butts. If you make it to number one radio show, you get the chairs with the backs. Ooh, with the lumbar support? With the lumbar support. Man, they're not playing. (laughs) 
I got Lombard only, already, guys. Only Chuck has the Lombard support. <laughs> although, although he's he's got a smaller back, so it's full full I'm, back coverage. I'm not using it at all. <laughs> Chino, do you know how beloved you are? I, I've been feeling it here on Maui. I've been feeling and it, and especially since I got here back. at KKU. I was talking to uh, when I came in. I was like, we're gonna need an extra chair or two. We're having some extra guests on. But is Trish coming by the way? Uh, no, she's not gonna be able to make it this morning. Okay, so they're well, like, we're gonna have to plug Whale Day for her. Whale Day. Whale Day. So they're like, oh, who's gonna be on the show? I was like, Trish and Chino. They're like, yay! <laughs> we still get the cheers. We miss we miss being here, guys. It's at least tough. It's it's really tough, and it's it's the joy from Maui that keeps us going. We're talking to Chino LaForge, Maui comedian, if you moved to know. L.A. Yeah, I, I moved out there about a year and nine months ago. Uh, but I'll, although the original move happened about four years ago, and then, of course, tour came back, back and forth, back and forth. No more back and forth. I'm an L.A. resident, at least for the next few more years. Now, we hear you've been getting some voiceover work, and you're actually a sponsor for uh, for somebody now in the mainland. Yeah, Is that yeah, right? yeah, actually, I got picked up by Mark Hamill's Hammers. Yeah? Yeah. You got a big project to tackle? It's Hamill time. And Ooh. usually you pick them up. Yeah. <laughs> also, uh, we're we're also brought to us by Megan Fox's foxskin gloves. Got weird toe hands. Got weird toe hands. She Cover does. them up with Megan Fox's foxskin gloves. I got to see them in person. <laughs> Biscuits and gravy Ew. is presented in part by lovely <laughs> community-minded <laughs> celebrity sponsors like Little John's Maid Service. Little John's Maid Service. They'll clean everything from the windows to, to the walls. To the walls. Vince pointed out last week that aren't walls on windows. Aren't windows always on in walls? <laughs> <laughs> if you know if windows are always on walls, give There's us a no call. There's no like standalone windows, right? I think he meant the wall immediately adjacent to the windowed wall. Oh, but that's oh, full but coverage. that's full coverage. <laughs> oh, all right. Yeah. I thought you know, you know, no, from, no. from the window right here over to into the corner to where the wall is. Not the intersecting wall, but the parallel wall. Oh, yeah. from the windows to the walls is like from from the door, the wall with a window to the wall that neighbors your neighbor. Like everything inside, it's all us. All right. Well, thank, I guess. Thank you for uh, clearing that. Up. It's okay. I've, I've made black friends in LA, so I'm able to so, to decipher all these so hip hop. So you guys have worked this out before. Oh yes, we've had talks. All right, <laughs> um, man. It's just been it's been so busy for you lately. Yeah, o- only you, lately. L.A. feels like you're kind of spinning your tires in the mud sometimes. I just mean on this trip back to That's Maui. what I mean. That's yeah. what I mean. Like, now that I've been back, it's like, man, is this, is this how hard work feels like again? I love it. Yeah, it's, it sad. feels like you, you came back to give, like, a State of the Union of Maui comedy to us. How is the State of the Union right now? It's doing uh, pretty good. Okay, that's good to hear. Chuck is still there. I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still here. He's we, still here. We've uh, weeded out some some of the poorer comedians. And, Why? And, you're spo- you're and then we got and then we got way more. It's like when you pull a weed and two more pull up in his. Oh yeah. yeah. It's oh, like yeah. shaving your arm hair. Well, the thing with those weeds <laughs> is you have to cultivate them into plants. Right. Like like I like I helped with a lot of you guys. You but got, you got to take the what you see is a, a disarray of talent and try to. Help him make something of it. Because comedy's hard, man. If there's anything that describes Biscuits disarray. and Gravy shows, disarray of talent. <laughs> number yeah. two! And that's why we're number two. Uh, so, uh, I, I mean, let's th- let's talk about the elephant in the room. You uh, doing a comedy show tonight. I am. I got yeah. a show tonight, well, and the, the first one sold out. 
the first one showed out. Whoa. Sold completely out. Don't ask for tickets. We don't have any more. But we are doing an encore show since the demand is so high. So that's tonight? Tonight as well. Same, Wednesday. Same venue. January 22nd? 3rd? Is it the 22nd? Oh, uh, we're getting a phone 22nd. call. It's the 22nd. To this 22nd. If you know what today's date is, give us a call. 808-873-3435. <laughs> we want to hear from you. Caller number five, you're live. What's your favorite biscuit-themed radio show? Good morning, boys. It's Biscuits and Gravy. Hey, it's DJ Good Trump. Good morning. How's it going, brother? I heard you boys talking about the State of the Union, and I thought I'd give you a call. <laughs> <laughs> How was the State of the Union? Oh, it's wonderful. It's wonderful. By the time I give that address, I shall be acquitted by the Senate. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that's good to hear. We're talking to President it's, DJ yeah, Donald It's so Trump. nice that, you know, you must be really busy with this whole impeachment thing going on, right? No, no, no. It's not, no big deal. I'm actually over in Davos right now. Talking <laughs> Wait, about the climate. In Davos? <laughs> Davos yes. exists? Wait, from Game of Thrones? Is there a presidential quiz yes, Davos. There? Davos. Oh, no, that was the... Da- Davos was the, the general guy. <laughs> <laughs> How are things in Davos? It's pretty great. It's pretty great over here. People love me, as usual. Yeah, now, I, I, I've heard a lot of people talking about global warming... But uh, it's it's really cold right now in a lot of places. I saw that Canada has been getting record snow. Exactly, it's snowing everywhere. It's ridiculous. It's even cold here in Maui. Yeah, Holy. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm feeling a little chilly myself. I mean, I don't have to wear a wetsuit when I go swimming or have the heat on ever. But it's a little chilly. <laughs> Chugging a wetsuit. That's yeah. a, that's a good thought. It's not a good thought. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Trump, uh, we got a uh, uh, friend of the show and comedian extraordinaire, Chino LaForge, here with us. Are you familiar with his work? Oh, Chino, I love you. You're so great, Chino. Really President, stuff. President loves Chino's work. Thank Follow you, him <laughs> real closely. Thank you, Mr. President. I'm very flattered. I hear he used to come and watch his shows all the time when he was a starving comedian here on Maui. Yeah, I got a show or two back in the day. Oh, yeah. That's so nice. That's huge. 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 All right. Well, any, anything else you want to leave us with, President Trump? Look, boys, I just want to let you know I'm still going to make America gravy again for you. I want right. you to have a great day. God bless America. Oh, hey, by, hey, by Trump, the way, how who killed Martin Luther King? Yeah, I was just going to ask you that. <laughs> say, say that again? Who killed Martin Luther King? Oh, it's classified information. I can't divulge that on air, but I'll let you know in private later on. Okay, well, here's a question for you. Did you enjoy your uh, Martin Luther King Day? It was wonderful. Me and me and uh, my vice president, Mr. Pence, we went uh, to the uh, the Martin Luther King Memorial. Oh, wow. Oh, what'd you do there? Oh, we said a prayer, too. Pence was doing the praying. I was just kind of there, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. Mr. President, always a pleasure. I'm so glad you support this show and everything we stand for. Thanks for calling in, brother. All right, boys. God bless you. She who. And, and God, God bless, bless the United States of America. Ah. Ah, today's show is brought to us by Rick Astley's Rickshaw Rides. He's never going to let you down, but he will pick you up in one of his fabulous rickshaws. And Jackie Gleason's <laughs> Creasons, the best celebrity decreasing. Or dry cleaning. Dry cleaning. Sorry, I got the You wrote this. Since 19, no, since I take since 1955. His prices will send you straight to the moon. Straight to the moon. Pow, to the moon. right in the kisser. And uh, by Margaret Thatcher's roofs. Need a new roof, get a Thatcher. 
Wardrobe for Biscuits and Gravy is presented in part by Loincloths by Lionel. Hello. Is it these you're looking for? If not, I'll help you find more loincloths. Hey, Vince, you know what they say. Finding loincloths will be as easy, easy as, as Sunday morning. morning. Hey, Chino, now it has new hours. <laughs> it's open all, all night long. long. <laughs> <laughs> That's in the historic loincloth district in Old Paia Town. Check out Loincloths by Lionel. He's got an endless love. For loincloths. For loincloths, <laughs> clearly. Clearly. He's dedicated his life to <laughs> it. That is a real sponsor we have here on Biscuits and Gravy on KAKU, KAKU 88.5. Coming up on the show, we're going to dive right on into Comedy Corner. Ride the we're going to ride the gravy train. We're going to talk about conspiracy theory. We're going to talk about an 83-year-old grandma in tonight's episode of Morningwood. <laughs> um, yeah, we've... T- we- it's so rarely that we jump right into Comedy Corner right off the bat. Yeah, normally but we're like just going and yelling at each other for 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, but today it's only 13. Chino, <laughs> you opened for Ari Shafir. Uh, yeah, I got to do a four-show tour night. with him. Wow. Yeah. So that was, I saw you guys at the Real McCoy Theater. The Real McCoy! The Real yeah. McCoy. And uh, we all came out. Me and Chuck were there. I know, I saw you guys. And it's every, so good to see everybody, everybody else that matters. Let's jump into Quirky it, guys. Gardner. Everybody, the first stop on the gravy train today is down on the corner comedy in the street Chino LaForge Vincent Fody power up comedy in the house that's us Laying on me string beans, Chino, take it away. Okay. Um, the tour was fantastic. Ari You're fantastic. is one of the most attentive and and Lovers. with it head, headliners that I've ever had the the, oh, oh, the pleasure of making love to. And, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> we had awesome shows, man. He's killer. He listened to all my sets. We talked a lot. Um, a lot of the promoters and people try to get around, but um, the thing about comedians is that we kind of gravitate towards each other. Um, in those situations, I, you, who was it? Todd Armstrong when we did that show at the at the stopwatch. Yeah, and I walked in and I was kind of like milling around and not talking to anybody. And he he came up to me. He's like, "Hey, you're a comedian, huh?" I was like, How "What? Know? How do you know?" He's like. <laughs> Because you look totally uncomfortable in your skin when you're not performing. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, you want to hit this vape? I was like, yes, I do. (laughs) How did you know Todd Armstrong? Yeah, no. And uh, we we talked a lot. And uh, he he actually asked me to do his podcast, which I did. Ari Shafir asked you to do his podcast? Yeah. His podcast, Skeptic Tank? Where would we know him from other than his award-winning Skeptic Tank podcast? Well, Skeptic Tank, he also did This Isn't Happening. which This Isn't Happening at Comedy Central? Which was originally a podcast that he did for a long time. And then Comedy oh, Central wow. bought it oh, and wow. turned it to a show. I didn't know that. And then they filmed two seasons, and then the the Amazing Racist stuff resurfaced. And then they're like, Ari, you can't be the host of the sh- your, your own show anymore. So uh, they hired a new host. <laughs> wow. Yeah. But Wait, uh, what was the Amazing Racist stuff? Um, if you don't know, he did something uh, in like the 90s that was kind of uncouth. And uh, it, it doesn't fit to today's PC standards. But Well, he, you can't judge anything today by... Today's standards. Yeah, today's standards also, is the no 90s. standards. But uh, no, he's he's actually doing a special right now that's an entire hour and fifteen minutes on one topic, which is fantastic. He's, he's that's the on Netflix. religious thing he's working yes. on. Yeah, and uh, the crazy thing is when I was talking to him, talking to him about it, he's like, "Oh yeah, I did it despite the Edinburgh Festival." I'm like, "You mean Fringe?" He's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." They told me I had to do one topic, so I was like, "That's bull." 
So I'm just going to make a special about one topic and then not do it at French. <laughs> so oh, wow. He's doing it in spite of the French festival. That's, it's funny that he's using such a massive amount of talent for such a petty payback. No, that sounds appropriate. Yeah, that no, that's us. That's us. Most that's what, amount. That's what we do. Yeah. yeah. Ari of... is a class act. He's like, this is my life. One of the greatest comedians I've ever worked with as far as uh, a human being as well as a comedian. He's he's fantastic. Now he's on Joe Rogan's podcast a lot, too. He's on Joe Rogan's podcast. He's one of the four people of Sober October. Yeah. Um, Let's see. He, he double negative. Anyone, is a special anyone Netflix. in this room? Sober October? No, that's my birthday. What month. is sober October? Are we supposed to only smoke drugs in October? It's when it's birthday? when you sober up at one point during October. But I feel like you just end up doing more drugs in November or or September. OD November. <laughs> <laughs> more new December. It's no like, sleep uh, November. Yeah, but no, the tour is fantastic. All the audiences were great. We sold out nearly all the all the venues. Where did you play while you were here? Uh, we did McCoy, the real McCoy here on Maui. That's uh, the Mac. That's at the Mac. If it's happening on Maui, it's one. happening at the McCoy Theater. And that one sold out with extras. Like we had people wanting to come in, but we couldn't do it. Um, we when did, I went to go pick up my tickets at Will Call, there was people like, oh, "I'll have four for Ari Shafir." She's like, uh, "We're sold out." Um, yeah. I don't know if you have Facebook, but we're sold out. Hello, hello. And then uh, we did uh, we did Blue Blue Note in Oahu. We did two shows there, sold out both nights. Did you have the French onion soup at Blue Note? No, I had their uh, their blue burger. Oh, okay, yeah, right, cool. And the Caesar with the crumbly salad. on it. Oh yeah. oh yeah. The Blue right. Note is where Chuck opened up for uh, Todd Barry. Todd what, Barry. What a great venue, right? I know that venue's sick. I gotta I see know. this place. And then uh, we did. The, it's very purpley and blue. <laughs> and then we did the Kauai Community College Auditorium. They, I can't. Five hundred people seating. Four hundred. <clears throat> it, it seats six hundred. We managed to fit about five hundred in there. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It what? Was, it was pretty amazing. Yeah. The the Kauai is such a great audience. They're a little bit sleepier than the rest. I'm not gonna lie. I've heard that. But, but it's also Kauai. But Kauai. they were super loving. They were on board with everything. You're on board, dude. I am so on board. I am the board. Get we're on, on me. board, but you are the board. Get on me. Talking about comedian Ari Shafir. Now that was the first leg of your trip. Rumor has it you got two or three legs. Yeah, I got a show tonight. Uh, I got two shows tonight. We're doing the early one, but it's already, if you already got your tickets, you already know about it, so I don't need to pitch that one. That's our entire audience. Just let them know how depraved they are. But. They out, baby. If you but, tried to get tickets and we're on it. So it was all Eventbrite but, tickets. We sold them all through Eventbrite. Yes, Wait, we, sold them, we sold them all through Eventbrite, so it's all pre-sale tickets. And some sold how out of the venue as well. How many people did they tell you the theater fits? 105? Okay, that's appropriate. That's appropriate? Apropos? Yeah. Cool. Do people I mean, think Ari like Shafir is going to be there? No, I hope not, but, you know. Is he still here? They no. saw a friend of the show, Corky Gardner, was on there. And they that's all like, it takes, what? baby. He just, he just went. Corky uh, Gardner. He stayed on Kauai, and he, I think he just left today. But, um, yeah, so tonight we have an encore performance since the demand is so high. I wasn't expecting this, but I'm so happy about it. You were. We talked about this a week ago. We talked in pre preparations if it did happen, yeah. so it's not like we're caught blindsided. preparation A but I'm, preparation G. I'm still tickled. Dang it. I'm still tickled. Uh, and rightly so. So we're doing a second show at 10 p.m. tonight at the uh, notorious Taco Bell Amphitheater. Uh, the historic Taco Bell Amphitheater? The Pro Arts, Pro Arts Pacific Pro Theater, Arts for Plaza. those of you who are, who are artsy. Um, we're doing a second show at 10 p.m. It's going to be a shorter show, so it's going to be less money. $10 at the door, cash only. Bring your money in your hand. It's, it's, that's just to supplement our drug problems. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> it's like a copay. The, the first show is to you know actually get get stuff done. The second show so is just doors to... at seven. Show seven thirty mm -hmm. till question mark. Hey, Probably no later be. than nine thirty, just because two hours is yeah, too no much. Yeah, no one wants that. Two it's not going to be all night long. I'm like, oh no. And we are going to start on time because we do have a lot of acts in the first show. We've got um, ping pong po doing. Yeah. 
the the bee boxing up front. We got and Margarita. It's not Fourth Friday or the International Whale Day. We got three comedians, a host, maybe a fourth comedian, and then myself. So that's yeah. going to be quite a show. We're keeping it tight. So make sure you show up on time if you want to catch the entire show. That's going to be uh, Corky Gardner, Vincent Fody, Chuck Sauce, maybe Sam Ike. <laughs> Sam Ike? Sam Ike. Yeah, I, I, I have to chime Chino, Chino LaForge, and then second show. I'll I'm definitely hosting. be there. I'll definitely be there. Ted is going to come and give everyone AIDS. That's going to be fun. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. He's recovering from his nose. Wait, so now. is he ho- he's hosting? He's hosting. All right, the first show? Yes. All right. I'm hosting the second show. Ooh. He hasn't told me he's not well enough to do it, so I'm assuming he's going to be there uh, yeah. with bells on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how often are you here, Chino? Um, once in a great Anymore. while. I'm I'm less than a blue moon. You hear that, Ted? You better get your act together. Yeah. Get your act together, Teddy. Get it together, you sick boy. Get it together. You're not really on the Clinton watch list yeah, if you co- don't do the show. Go coughing a... And then there's a third it. leg to your trip, right? You go coughing a Then you have more softener. comedy after tonight. Yeah. Yeah, I got more. More coming up. I got a whole... Here, somebody gave me a poster to read off of because I'm you so. Should. <laughs> uh, I got the 24th. I'm uh, emceeing for Ellie Mack. Ooh, Ellie Mack. Yeah, and Rabbit's going to be opening for that show too. Ooh, so that's going to be that's, awesome. That's uh, a cast of Novas. Yeah, and then we got a. Uh, I'm <laughs> I'm emceeing a drag show, Man Candy. Also, for some of our listeners, Boner Worthy. Totally. Uh, that's going to be a Diamonds at 8 p.m. on the 25th. <clears throat> but then my next Diamonds. comedy show is going to be next Wednesday, January 29th. At Vibe. We're doing a crowd work only show. Oh, that's what, next Wednesday? Next Wednesday. Okay. So crowd be, work only? Crowd work only. Riffing only. Going off the top of the dome piece only. Wow. That's what it's going to be. What time is that? That one starts at uh, 7.30. Mm. Whoa, 7.30 vibe? It's a good time show. We'll probably start at around like 7.45, 8 o'clock, depending on what time you guys show up. Uh, really disgusting. Uh, and then my, I round off the tour with Paulo Gata at EO uh, Theater. That's going to be January 31st as well as February 1st. That's a John Payton production. Yes, it is. And it's uh, at 7.30 p.m. Ooh. And you can get your tickets. That's a sleepy crowd, too. At MauiOnStage.com. Wow. One of my favorite organizations on Maui. I've done so many plays with Maui on Stage. I love them. Best Little Whorehouse in Texas to Wizard of Oz. And, oh, man, so many great shows. Zardoz. Yeah. Did you play the lion in the Wizard of Oz? I did play the lion. And I got invited to furry parties after that. That was weird. Ooh, baby. Not into it. Oh, yeah. No, you're thick in the furry scene. Anyone else thick in the furry scene or just me? Um, I... I don't, I don't want to know if you're furry. I'm I don't sparse. want to know if you're furry. I'm sparse. I wouldn't say I was thick. Alrighty, guys. I got biscuits. You got gravy. I got biscuits. Who could ask for anything more? You're tuning into KKU, KKU 88.5. Let's jump on the next stop of the gravy train, everybody. Bend over, Abigail May, because here comes a gravy pipe. Fifoti, my co-host, my cohort, my co-something. What's the next stop on the gravy train today? Let's see if you can tell from this tantalizing music. Ooh. <clears throat> it's Morningwood. It's Morningwood, everybody. Morningwood is brought to us by Jim Croce's Crochet Kits. He doesn't mess around with Slim, and he doesn't mess around with quality crochet equipments. Hey, are you looking for the finest quality crochet equipment? I've well, got a name. I've got a name. And don't forget about James Brown's Scrotal Transplant Center. Papa's got a brand new bag, and it looks nice on him. And it's a man's world. And also Pierce Brosnan's earrings. From golden eye to golden ear, get pierced with Pierce Brosnan's earrings. Mm. 
This story comes from Japan, and this is going to be a happy morning wood, everybody. So true gravy gals out there, biscuitiers, my biscuit boys, everyone who tunes into 88.5 and listens to it like the voice of God, as you should, you know that you have, like me, Google Alerts set out for when porn stars die. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Of course. We all do. We're all, yeah, we want to know when porn stars. Hey, Tony, don't you want to know when porn stars die? Hell yeah. yeah. See? Hell yeah. That's a yeah. That's good. That's a, that's a hard yes. <laughs> Everyone looked up from their office behind them. They're like, yeah, let's do it. Mm-hmm. So I have this thing. Emails me. Suits it off like a text alert. You know, like instead of a flash flood, it tells me when a porn star dies and other really good porn So instead things. of an amber alert, yeah, <laughs> it tells you when one of them dies. So sometimes it gets mixed up. Like there's porn star and dead in the article, but it's not about an actual porn star overdosing because of life of shame. And I got one recently that was a good morning wood, kind of, and it takes us to Far East, everybody. All morning woods are good So let's grab woods. our passports and let's go to the old island of Japan where an 83-year-old woman wants to honor her husband's legacy. Her husband died. Husband loved porn. They loved having sex. The family's very supportive of it, but she doesn't want to bang an old dude because it's, she's worried that it'll look too much like her husband, mm-hmm. and she doesn't want to cheat on him even though he's dead. So do you know what she does instead? What? Deep she eight? is one of Japan's number one growing comedians. That's right. Japan is a huge growing porn base. It's a billion dollar industry in the year. The porn industry in Japan is growing at a much higher fast rate per capita than any other country in the whole world. And this grandma is jumping on that porn train. Two-two. She is starting up getting railed by a bunch of teenage dudes. She loves it. And so is grandma porn? 83-year-old grandma from Japan becomes adult porn star after husband dies and only wants young men. She said in a recent interview she hadn't been with a boy since she was a girl. Oh, wow. So, she really very adorable story. The family, very supportive of it. They say they has, she hasn't been in a better mood since she started. Wow. Directors love her. She's having the time of her life. She looks 10 years younger. <laughs> So that's a little story from Japan. A little morning wood for everybody. And Japanese women look pre- still look pretty good way into their older age. And so. the best part is they already blurred out already. So <laughs> it just droops down and covers itself up. Well, she's only she's only been with one man her whole life. She said, right? Yeah. So I mean, it's about time. But yeah. they didn't see, they didn't say how many times per day. <laughs> right. Well, they said that they love sex, so I assume that they're they're going quite often. Right. So yeah. this one's for you, Nakashita Tawiki. We love you, girl. Is, that, is that what get we it. Google? Is That's, that what we Google to figure her? Yeah. Just do 84-year-old grandma porn. I I'm sure you will come up with more than one. I'm going to see this. Here, I'm gonna, I'll send it to you. <laughs> have, you have you ever seen uh, the Frozen like hentai porn? Yeah, I saw one the other day that was a Family Guy one, Like, and that was weird. But the, I saw the, the two front the page on next videos, so right? Hot, the Frozen yeah. one in particular, Like, do you guys get ads for that, or is that only if you've previously searched for it? <laughs> no, I get ads for it. I get ads for that, and you won't last three seconds playing this game, Oh yeah. and then the Simpsons railing each other. Someday I'm going to click on that ad and See, find out what it's all about. Going back, that's my problem with the uh, the stepbrother, stepsister stuff, is that like the the the, the people who are in it are gorgeous. Oh my god, that's it's like, the exact fantasy you want, except not Minus the brother-sister yeah. thing, because I have a sister and it's not sexual. It's not even a little us. bit. Hold on, maybe your stepsister's calling us. <laughs> it's half-sister. Thanks for, <laughs> thanks for calling the Biscuits and Gravy Show. Top half or bottom What's half? on your gravy <laughs> mind? Hi, guys. Um, I'm calling about the, the window to the wall thing. Yes! <laughs> Good morning! Uh, so, 
<laughs> I look at the Urban Dictionary, and the window is where you enter a vagina, and the wall is what you're touching once you're in the vagina. Oh, when you're hitting Reef. Oh, so it's a metaphor. Oh, yeah. my God. From the window really to the wall till the, the sweat, sweat drops down. Oh. oh, my goodness. I have misunderstood this whole rap lyric my entire time. And we've had like 15 years to figure it out. And Chino has black friends. Yeah. I, they're all wrong. <laughs> they're all wrong. <laughs> to be fair, they're like they're light-skinned. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I can't believe it. And also, this I, is like when Barack Obama told us where mes- meat sweats came from. <laughs> it's something we call the uh, itis. It's a, uh, it's real. Caller number five, you are a true hero. You are going to win a buy one get one free biscuits and gravy meal valid at any Denny's island wide. So you can go pick wow, that up I'm at so three thirty three okay. Dairy Road. <laughs> And DJ wow. Tony Two Tokes and Sweet Mama Z will give it to you. Wow. Thanks for listening and thanks for calling in, man. That that actually helped us a lot. It did. Yeah. And thank you Wait, for being politically correct with your terminology. As after we are a nonprofit educational show, so we don't want to say things like or but you can clearly say vagina. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I like That's that. not educational. Yeah. I like that this is even being discussed. Does he just yell penis? <laughs> Are we just going to start playing the penis BDC, game? Tony's BDC playing the penis game. For? What? What does BBC stand for? All right, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> British Broadcasting Center. Not Ooh, quite. That's good. Who knew little John was so dirty? And so, yeah. me- and so metaphorical. That's He's a Shakespearean. So dirty. What's he doing being a maid? That's a Shakespearean analogy, to be fair. Yes. What, a, what a great way to what word it. What a do about nothing. Yeah. I mean, he didn't even have to say vagina like we did. From the window to the wall. How do we not understand this? I never this? think about that the same way. song has opened so many more doors now. In more ways <laughs> And windows one. and walls. Wow. That was uh, comedian friend Shaheen. I was assuming Shaheen. so. Shaheen. Thanks for calling the Biscuits and Gravy Show this morning. It's got a very unique sound. Also, I want to give a shout out to uh, Pro Arts again and to photographer uh, Brian Berkowitz. He took a lot of photos of one of our comedy shows about a year ago. <laughs> And we put them up on Google, and we have reached 200,000 people viewing what? our comedy photos on Google. No Sweet. joke. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Brian Berkowitz, not the serial killer? Not the serial killer. How many How Who many of those that? photo views were the guy that's pretending to be you? <laughs> not enough. Although <laughs> a lot of them are Brian holding up underwear. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I remember that. Yeah. That was, uh, Did you throw underwear out to somebody on in the yeah, audience one time? Yep. <laughs> he signed it. Brian Michaels was here. <laughs> well, thanks for tuning in to KKU, KKU 88.5. We are with Vincent Fody and Chino LaForge. We are at the halfway mark of the show. Coming back after our break, we're going to talk a little bit of conspiracies. Set your oven to 420, grab the tinfoil. We're going to come back with Conspiracy Cookbook. Conspiracy Cookbook is brought to us by James Franco's Hot Dogs. His Franks are frankly the best. Conspiracy Cookbook is presented in part by... Oh, sorry. My dream. Benedict Cumberbatch's Pack Mules Get Unencumbered. Since you've been gone, Benedict Cumberbatch exploded on the scene. I can tell. I've he's, got like, he's also got Benedict industry. Cumberbatch's Slumber Mattress, available exclusively at Chris Tucker's Mattresses. Get <laughs> and of course, you can't out. forget our good friend Benedict Cumberbatch's Blessings. You can't spell Benediction. Without Benedict. <laughs> and he's also got Benedict Cumberbatch's dictionaries have no worries with Benedictionaries. And Benedict Cumberbatch's cookie dough. <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch's cookie dough. Because the best batch.
is a Cumberbatch. And don't forget about Benedict Cumberbatch's fanny packs. Wear your business on the front. Oh, Benedict Cumberbatch's. It's good, right? Benedict Cumberbatch's eggs. <laughs> Make your eggs Benedict. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do anymore. You guys. Then we're gonna have a good old spoiler alert. What are you gonna spoil for us today on spoiler alert? Uh, we're gonna. Well, You're we got adopted. A, we got a lot to talk about. <laughs> name two things. Name two things. I'm adopted. <laughs> spoiler. Have you seen Chuck's sister? He's not adopted. <laughs> no, the Chuck fam- the sauce family. <laughs> the oh. sauce is thick with this one. Oh, looks like they were. Poured from the same ladle, for sure. <laughs> and now we're going to find out that's a euphemism for something. <laughs> All right. We're going to take a quick break. From Wait, like, we have to take a real break? We have to take an no. actual break. Boo. It's, it's just me talking about like used car playing sales. The, playing the banjo. It's just Chuck playing the banjo. We're going to listen to Chuck play the banjo. Hi, I'm Chuck Zoss. And I'm Vince Fody. Biscuits and gravy wouldn't be possible without the underwriting support of Valley Isle Motors' Jim Falk Ford. You guys are such sellouts. <laughs> Commercials. Come on. <laughs> I just we, got a we random text from somebody. Your Chuck lady work at Monkey Pie today. Yeah, pro bono. Anyway, thanks for tuning <laughs> in to the Biscuits and Gravy Show. Does Christy work at Monkey Pod tonight? Uh, no. Yeah, she does. She works at Monkey Pod today. She's doubling today. And then she works at the Fairmont tonight. Wow. She's a hardworking she, lady. She works doubles and I'm off for two days. It's great. <laughs> two days is the shortest vacation you've ever had. The shortest. Today's show is presented in part by lovely community-minded celebrity sponsors like Christopher Walken's Running Shoes. If you're going to run... Start with walking. And also by Benedict Cumberbatch's umbrella patches. Don't just patch it up. Cumberbatch it up. How did we get more? And Tim Allen's wrenches. Great for turning state's evidence. Boom. Well, what a lovely day we have here on KAKU. KAKU 88.5, the voice of Maui. We Wrong. love the Biscuits and Gravy Show. The Biscuits and Gravy Show is Maui's number two rated radio program. Now, uh, I think one of the last times that you and Trish were here together. Trish the Dish was supposed to be on the airwaves today. We talked about mk ultra yeah the the experimental acid program i believe chuck was off and, the, and i was actually I hosting was probably show. doing acid ironically <laughs> probably somebody with the CIA was feeding you acid. Not a coincidence. <laughs> um which everybody knows mk ultra because we do a lot of like wacky conspiracies mm-hmm. on the show yeah um, we had Kimo Nevius in and told him the Earth was flat, and he was so mad. He's like, oh, "I've yeah. been to Antarctica. I like, I, you made me bring in pictures of penguins, and I'm like, they're <laughs> fake. Birds aren't real. Fake news. <laughs> Wrong. That's not a penguin. That's a Mexican. Uh, but MK Ultra was something that was actually documented, and mm-hmm. we only found out about it because the the documents were supposed to be shredded or something like that, and uh, they accidentally got released. To through the, the public, right of, yeah, right of, uh, through uh, Infor- yeah. Uh, Freedom of Information Act, yeah. I believe, and uh, so then we got to find out all this crazy stuff about the government trying to dabble in mind control and feed people acid, and they may have poisoned a French countryside full of people, as well as a, a San Francisco nightclub, right? Yeah, yeah. and they I think that show, and, and I think that show Wormwood is about that because they they one of the guys got pushed out a window. Um, after they gave him a bunch of acid. Mm-hmm. I don't know, it's, uh, well, the reason they did it at gay nightclubs in San Francisco is because um, they knew that people wouldn't immediately leave and tell everybody that they got drugged. Because they'd be like, especially if they were closeted, they'd be like, well, where'd you get drugged? They'd be like, at the... N- no, no. Um, well, it was on 3rd and Broadway. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we all know what that is. Right the in- government targeted homosexuals. Right. 
Well, Interesting. they targeted people who were they, living they, secret they, lifestyles at the time because this was like in the 70s. So yeah. they it was targeted a little bit more. And yeah. another person that they targeted, which we're going to talk about today. Martin uh, Luther King Martin Jr. Martin Luther King Jr. Not only Although the, I will say to clarify, it was more the FBI that was tampering and yeah, trying to screw with this was, and F with MLK. This was definitely all mostly on the FBI. Yep. Um, the FBI, as we know. FBI they, tried so hard for a decade and a half. To screw over MLK, they first of all, they they set him up and they like recorded him having sex with somebody, and then they went to him and they're like, "We're gonna release this to the public and tell everybody that uh, you're having an affair or whatever, uh, but we won't if you kill yourself." They tried to get him to kill himself. The FBI tried yeah. to kill MLK. Meanwhile, Hoover was like the weirdest person of all. Oh yeah, he's cross-dressing. He's he's, he's like to get drunk. He's a freak. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's nothing wrong with cross-dressing. No, but, but it's freaky. But it. <laughs> you can't say it ain't freaky. It's a little freaky. That's a little freaky. That's you little, can't. That's a little freaky deaky, especially I, for like the fifties. I'm not kink shaming either because I don't. I don't judge. I love. No. Get your like, freak on. I'm all about it, but you can't say it's not freaky. But Hoover. Oh man. Yeah, but there's so everybody. The reason they name a vacuum after him. Right? Everybody knows that uh, uh, the guy set up for the MLK assassination was James Earl Ray. James Earl Ray usually assassins have the three named names. after James Earl Jones. But the family of Martin Luther King ended up going to civil court and suing the police station, and it turns out the FBI had a sheriff assassinate MLK. Right. Well. That, I don't think that's the official stance, but in like 1999, the the King family had. First of all, they had always contested that James Earl Ray was set up and that he didn't have anything to do with the assassination. Um, but then, like, in 1999, they had a they had a civil case. Like, you know how O.J. was found innocent, but then there was a he civil suit brought against him? And they and, sued him, and he got and then he found, was found he was found liable, liable for the murder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the, the King family had a lawsuit. I think they only sued for, like, $100 because they weren't trying to get money out of, uh, I think it was uh, the state of Alabama. But they changed the Wikipedia page about it. But they wanted more information to come to light because there was a lot of information that was kind of not not brought to light the first the first time around. And so... You're they, telling me that the United States government targets African-American people? Uh, can you believe it? Can you believe it? Not just any. Wow. Uh, but then... Uh, yeah, and then it turned out that all this new evidence came to light, and they were found. Uh, they were found liable. the The county, the state, and the federal government, I believe, were all found uh, implicated in his death somehow. Um, and oh, there was this. Okay, so apparently he was shot from like they think that uh, James Earl Ray was in a gas station, and then there was a restaurant nearby. A bunch of people said that they saw somebody in the bushes behind the restaurant, and then the day after, the Montgomery County people came around and cut out all the bushes. Whoa! The next day, so no evidence. No so there was no evidence. No, no. Yeah, they probably got any shells that may have been found or anything. And also, his prints were on the rifle. And the struggle still happens. If, you're, today. if you assassinate somebody and then leave the rifle, wouldn't you wipe wipe it down, guys? Yeah. Did they well, have? They not had, unless he didn't actually kill him. They had fingerprints the sh- the in the sixties, right? The sheriff killed him. The sheriff killed MLK. Or maybe he wanted credit. He was like, "Yeah, I did it." I yeah. did it. Well, he well he does. He was heard afterwards. He was like talking. He would go to the bar and get drunk and be like, "Yeah, conspired to kill MLK." He was just like telling people. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if he ever got if he ever got picked up on that or if that ever came to light as well in the trial. But uh, yeah, trial, Tri- trial, trial. What normally precedes trial? Error. Yep. Mm. Yeah, it's trial and error. You can't have it without trial. (laughs) 
You know, cops are still doing this, though. I am from uh, Connecticut, and New Haven has this case, only a couple years old, where an African-American preacher who's a very, like, stand-together, peaceful protest guy, voice of the people, very famous in New England, uh, he got stopped, and he'd been battling in lawsuits with the New Haven Police Department for cracking, like, the cracking skulls, you know? Right. And he got stopped at a red light, and uh, the cops shot him up mm-hmm. and killed him. Mm-hmm. And he died because mm-hmm. cops shot him. White cops shot a black guy in right. New Haven. Crazy, right? So the FBI stepped in and they were like, Sprinkle Whoa, a little crack on him. Hey guys, mm-hmm. like, do y'all just kill like a preacher who's like, like, you guys are like butting heads publicly. Like, this could not be worse of a scandal. Like, how are we going to investigate it? And then it turns out that the wrong tow truck took the car. So it got crushed that night. Hmm. And there's absolutely no evidence Whoops. of it. Whoopsie! So the struggle is real, and the government hates you, and that's the message of biscuits and gravy. And that, that, that's so strange because it's still going on. Poli- police in LA have calmed down a lot. Yeah, I feel like they feel the climate, and they've like pulled back a lot. Like I, I'm not gonna lie, I was I was partaking in a cannabis cigarette on the corner of a street. You're smoking weed. And a cop came up to me. He's like, "What the hell is that?" I was like, "Oh no, bust it!" I was like, "Ah, it's a joint." And he's like, "No, what strain?" That's <laughs> that smells really good. I'm like, oh, it's Blue Dream. He's like, I love Blue Dream. I'm like, this is awesome. I'm like, it's the first time I ever high fived a cop. Nice. Yeah. I like Blue Dream too. Yeah. I think I still have yet to ever high five a cop. Yeah, and, and and one that came from the heart too, not like a forced dare program high five. Even the guy I knew from high school that became a cop, I think I saw. It was a handshake, not a high five. <laughs> no, he gave me an Indian burn. Oh, what? Did... <laughs> Well, well, he was a bully. Like, still as an adult? Uh, he was a bully and became a cop? <laughs> he, like, he was like, hey, Vince, remember these? Remember these? <laughs> remember high school? I'm like, yes, I remember. <laughs> Don't drive home. I'm watching you. You can't even call them Indian birds anymore, guys. Yeah. The Native American birds. So, anything else for the government targeting <laughs> African Americans and being total garbage? Oh, uh, well, here's something else that I found out uh, in the, the book written by MLK's uh, family. Turned out that uh, they did some investigating and it was lizard people. Was lizard people. It was right. lizard people. So, I forgot. Case close. I, yeah, so case close. Well, close the book on that one. You know, <laughs> I. Uh, can't believe I forgot to mention that. That was the uh, the final. Lizard uh, people right from another dimension and are infiltrating our world and our polity, of course. Why wouldn't they? Because if black people have civil rights, then humans are going to want civil rights. Mm. And the lizards. One small lizard, step for man. <laughs> yeah, one, lizards can't have that. No. Wait, so does that by proxy make these lizards racist? Oh, well, racist against the human race. But do, are they like especially racist? They're like, we hate humans, especially the black ones. Or is it like... I don't know. I think it's just easier to kidnap them. Like, you still have to have people subjugated. And I like, think you have to quell out any you ever watched Mindhunter, you realize the FBI doesn't actually prosecute well, I mean, when missing children go With, with social media now, it's impossible to kidnap somebody. Like, without anybody noticing without 24 hours. Yeah, that doesn't happen anymore. No. Yeah. Most kidnaps are actually done by people that are close to If them. they've got a hashtag, people will notice that they're gone Let's in 16 hours. Let's do another hours. episode of kidnapping. Coming up on Biscuits and Gravy, we're going to make fart noises and talk about kidnapping. Um. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thanks for the there setup. There we go. Anything else for uh, Conspiracy Cookbook? No, I just want, you know, it's it's nice for us to uh, shed some light on the whole MLK thing. Because, you know, a lot of people, it's like everybody knows, ooh, there's a conspiracy about, J- about JFK. But not a lot of people know that there's... There's... Yeah. Real conspiracies. There's the real government conspiracies conspired about. to kill a freedom fighter, a peaceful protester. Right. One of the smartest men of our time, our government killed. No, you guys are, are you guys caring yet? Do you guys care? 
and it's it's not just um it's not just the fact that they that they killed him because you can if you want to debunk everything you say oh okay well you know i i believe it was really james earl ray you know occam's razor most of the time it's just the guy who who they say did it but we do know that the fbi for years was like harassing him and and uh like videotaping him best case scenario the fbi and city knew that this guy was gonna do it they were and they were like him cool because they're following they're studying everything to do how'd you not know they're complicit you know I mean, it, during this time period, by the way, Russia was colluding, and they, Russia was Russia still jerked. Russia would be sending off racist letters, and it would try to make it sound like it was Southern Hicks writing it, but it would be like Russians. Like, when is writing. Russia not colluding? Wait, was, always, this on, was this on Facebook? This is a real... No, that's, so that's this exactly is, what they did on this Facebook. Is in M, this is in MLK time. They were writing racist letters to people. And uh, the bomb that went off at Martin Luther King's house also speculated if the FBI was watching him so much, which they were, the FBI had no respect for him. They're watching the crud out of him. How would they not see it coming? Maybe they saw these things coming and just let them happen. Maybe they said it. They're just sitting there eating popcorn. <laughs> yeah. Like, ooh, like, that guy just put a bomb on the house. Are you filming? Film this. Film this. This is the best part. MLK is like, like oh, I'm filming. A, you know what? There's a lot of cops watching us tonight. There's, uh, that's weird. <laughs> there's like a florist van parked across the street from his house. <laughs> and surrounded, his wife walks out and gives him lemonade. <laughs> I'm surrounded by police and none of them are trying to hit me. This is weird. This yeah. Is weird. And they're just eating popcorn waiting for that. It's just terrible, by the mm-hmm. way. Just like our government. Oh, uh, so don't the, trust it, the government. Don't trust the government. Yeah, they're supposed to fix potholes. Yeah. The same people. The you know same people. Speaking of trust. fixing potholes, Vince is going to fix some plot holes. What a segue that was. But I said it for the double spike. Wow. Take it away, Vincent Foti. Uh, I, I mean, there's nowhere to go but down from there. Yeah. We peaked early. We peaked early. Chino, did you see the new Star Wars? I did. Okay, what'd you think of it? I liked it. But, I liked it too. But it's because I went in with the frame of mind knowing that this movie's not for me. They're not making the movie for right. people like It was it. darker than I yeah, thought you know it was going to be. That's what I was thinking about the other day was that, like, if you are the type of person that's all about Star Wars and you're, like, one of those mega fans, you know, they know you're already going to see the movie. They've already got your money. Yeah. They want to make a movie for people who aren't Star Wars nerds, and I think they succeeded in that. Yeah, it, it, it was... It was a retold story, but it was it was a fun story. It's so tough to beat the original Star Wars because no one is ever going to be as handsome as Han Solo. Yeah, he was Harrison Ford is so handsome. You can't beat it. And then Princess Leia. He's even old man hot. Dude, I know. Like when he got on screen on the, on the first of the new ones, I even heard like young girls be like, Ooh. I was like, what? Are you serious? Are you, he's like, he looks like your dad. And they're like, I know. Weirdos. Chino went with like a bunch of strippers to go see the the movie. They all have dad issues. I live in LA. That's the only people that are left. <laughs> Rent is high. It's all just strippers just and comedians living in, the movie living in a tenement house. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly what it was on Play- Playboy TV. Just a bunch of strippers living in one house, getting into pillow fights, you know, champagne so, bottles. Yeah, I did enjoy the new Star Wars. I'm, I'm just happy to see like, let's get this story over with. Because this is like the last part in the triple trilogy <laughs> of this story with like Darth Vader and that's Luke your perspective. Skywalker, Let's Han get Solo. it over with. It's not happening because well, Disney bothered. They're going to drill it to death. You think it's done? It's well, not. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not saying that Obi-Wan Star Wars. Is over with. I'm saying this particular storyline. 
exist within a much larger Star Wars universe, and yes. now and now they can focus on doing other movies, like they did, like they did the the Solo story, Mandalorian um, they, TV they show did, was uh, killer, and yeah, now we, we're getting the Mandalorian, we're getting a Obi Wan uh, uh, series as well. Mm-hmm. Um, show me Darth Plagueis. Yeah. I want to see that story. I want to see the rise of Darth, Darth Sidious. I want to see the rise of Darth Sidious. Like, there's so much. We we've made nine movies about this one, this one through line, of this one particular time. Why can't we follow the buildup of the Sith back when the Jedi were the most prominent? Yeah, there's like thousands of years of stuff to talk about, yeah. and we're focusing on zero BBY in the Star Wars universe. Let's expand. <laughs> yeah, I do like the Sith. Would be great though. if he kind of did it more from the Sith perspective. Like, I want to see like a like a, a an anti-hero show about like a guy who's like a stormtrooper. Yeah, like he's he's on his dad worked on the Death Star and his dad got killed and now he's got this grudge against the Force, but he's he's really a good guy, but he's torn. Yeah, I want to see a stormtrooper one where it's more like red versus blue, where it's just them fighting and dying the whole time and different people in every episode. Or it's just them all missing the entire time. Yeah. <laughs> the Clone Wars animated cartoon we started watching too. I just finished the first season of that, and that's really good as well. Oh yeah, too bad they launched it out of canon. Every, everything that's not movie is no longer canon. Like the books, I, I think they might have. Did they denounce the, the animated series? Uh, I don't. I don't know. Are you I'm telling sure me they that the Lego Star Wars isn't canon? No, that that is canon. Oh, Lego okay. Star Wars is canon. canon. Okay, cool. Yeah. We got that so, down. So is the the Family Guy Star Wars. Nice. Special. Still canon. <laughs> so that canon. just ties it into the How about Family the Guy robot porn? chicken Star Wars is canon. 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 All right, canon. Canon. All right, we gotta we gotta hurry up the show, guys. Wait, what? Oh, yeah, dog. no. All right, so to cap off spoiler alert, let's just talk about a couple more Night things. Nightcap. Uh, Infinity Train season two has dropped. I don't know if you've heard anything about you. Infinity Train. It's a mm-hmm. it's one of those Cartoon Network or like Adult Swim shows where it's kind of for kids, but it's got some serious themes. You might enjoy it. Um, the show The Watchmen will not be returning. Did you hear about that? Yeah, dude. You know so what though? The guy we who all want more the big guy blue who was, penis, but we're I not mean, gonna get any I'm more. I'm disappointed big blue penis. because it ended on a cliffhanger, but I'm also not mad because the first season was so good. So good. And uh I'm I'm just happy that it exists. So they're not gonna finish it? They're That's not it? gonna finish it. They were gonna do it true detective style where each season was gonna be a different story in that universe. I didn't think when but I was guy, watching it they were gonna go anywhere else with it. It seems pretty self contained. Well, it just the, leads on uh, Well, like I said, they were gonna do different stories in different parts of the country, but all within that same universe. Oh yeah? Like true detective, you know? Um, but the guy who was the creator, he just said he's he is his heart's not into doing another season. He doesn't really have anything that he wanted to do with it. So also, he it's and about him. What a jerk! Sucks. And HBO is well, the guy he did he did such a great job, and he also did the leftovers for HBO. So Ooh. I think he's there. HBO is just like you know what, whatever you want to do, we'll give you our blessing. Listen, pal, we filled your your pockets with money. Yeah, it's not up make to you. I don't care. Season. I don't care if you want to do it. You've created demand, so now you make the supply jerk. I know. Did you ever get mad at somebody for like kicked off another for like taking a week off from their podcast? Are you kidding me? I'm 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 forever mad at the author of the Game of Thrones books because if he would have just finished the damn books, we wouldn't have ended up with that last season of just gibberish. However, maybe he maybe he was in cahoots with uh, D and D to have them make the end of the show so bad that it would force everybody to buy the books to have some good resolution. I'm out. And then they're gonna redo a conspiracy. I'm out. It's over already. I know. I've never seen something go from having a stranglehold on like the the public consciousness to immediately dissolving. Yeah. And no. It was like the day after the season finale. Everybody was like, "Game of what?" Yep. 
that was over. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Better Call Saul season five is premiering February 23rd. The series finale of BoJack Horseman is going to be dropping January 31st. Last week tonight comes back February 16th. There was a new Curb Your Enthusiasm the other night, which Whoa, I still yeah, have not seen it. Yeah, because you canceled your HBO for two weeks. I canceled our HBO. Yeah. <laughs> Sharon. I'll be picking up. Uh, I'll be picking it back up soon. We right. got we got a lot of HBO to get through, and then. Uh, <laughs> Oh, did anybody see that movie, The Lighthouse? Mm-mm. By the way, oh, dude, I heard it Willem starts Dafoe. off with a scene. It's uh, it, it starts off with masturbation, right? It's shot in black and white, and it's shot in like four by three. It's just a really cool movie, psychological thriller made by the same guy that did The Witch. It stars Willem Dafoe and Robert Patton. It didn't play much in the movies here. You, did you watch it illegally or something? Of course, that's yeah. how I watch everything. Joe. It was in the movie theater here for like two weeks. That was it, and it didn't even play every day. I watched it on an Oscar screener. Uh, Oscar screeners no, are good. I didn't. I'm just I'm flexing. All right, we got it. Today's show is brought to us by Leonardo DiCaprio's guillotines. Get decapitated with DiCaprio and Maggie Gyllenhaal's brawls. Don't be a saggy Gyllenhaal. Just voted best supporting actress. Supporting. Alrighty, guys, we got to do Chuck stuff and knowledge. Buffalo. <laughs> Also, when Chino's here, it's Chino LaForge's Knowledge Gorge. He's a gorge. <laughs> I gorge myself on knowledge. Filled with knowledge. <laughs> he All gorges right. himself on we got knowledge. Two minutes, bro. You thought I was a whole. All right. So, yeah, a gorge can be many things. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gorgeous. <laughs> it's a good metaphor. Today's show is presented in part by Steven Tyler's hand carved <laughs> arrows. We need quality Gross. arrows. Trust in Aerosmith. How did we not know that wall meant the back of the vajay? I mean, it's even called the vaginal wall. That's a, a scientific. Right. I think oh we've exceeded Lord. our limit. Is that uh, is that the... not scientific anymore? I think <laughs> All I'm saying is I don't want to build a wall. How many times are we allowed to say Wrong. Duck penis? <laughs> <laughs> is that is that the question? <laughs> Seven, three. <laughs> okay, Jenny from Oakland, California wants to know what nineteen. I'm gonna I'm gonna give this one to. Check. Let's just. So let's just aim these at Chino. Smarter than Chuck. What 1980s car became iconic after appearing as the time machine in Back to the Future? Oh, it's the DeLorean. That is Everybody the DeLorean. That, huh? Absolutely. Well, he also got framed by the FBI with for the tr- Lamborghini for, doors. By the way, uh, st- snuggling drugs in, smuggling drugs in. <laughs> also snuggling. We don't need drugs where we're going. It's uranium, <laughs> right? Or plutonium? That's Russian rule. <laughs> All right. This one's for Chuck. Blake in Las Vegas, Nevada wants to know, Monte Carlo is located in what tiny country? Um, uh, It's south of Sweden. Morocco. Mar- no. Morocco. No. Oh, that's not like a clue. You're just itchy. Yeah, I was just itching. Um, you're close. I know what you're thinking. Yeah, I it's don't know. It's not Morocco. Chino, do you know? So Monaco? Monaco? Monaco is absolutely correct. All right, and our third and final question is always a sports question because, as you know, Chuck sports is Chuck's Achilles hoof. Yeah, real smart. <laughs> Achilles sports. Hoof. That's cute. So uh, I think you're going to be able to get this one, though, Chuck. Uh, Christine in Makawa wants to know, what 1992 movie <laughs> stars Woody Harrelson and Wesley Snipes as two street basketball hustlers? What is white man can't jump? White man. What, what is, is a quiche? What is a quiche? What is a quiche is absolutely correct. Wow, we actually finished the show in we time. We finished this the show on time. What is, what and you know what that means? That's uh, the end of our show. Check out Chino LaForge. He's funny, funny, funny. Chino, Support what's your, your local uh, comedy scene. What's your Twitter handle or whatever? Uh, don't do Twitter. Instagram is at Chino Bra. C-H-I-N-O-B-R-A-H. Nice. 
And uh, yeah. Thanks for listening to KAKU. Thanks for tuning in to we'll the Biscuits and Gravy Show. At the Art Show. We'll see you tonight, baby. And from me to you, Aloha! <laughs> 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 boop, 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 boop.